First in our Bill of Rights is the freedom to hear uncensored ideas and opinions, to think your own thoughts, and to say what's on your mind. We couldn't have liberty without it. Now, more than ever, it's good to spout off, to listen, debate, and participate. Here's your host of Spouting Off, commentator, columnist, and all-around rabble-rouser, Karen Cataline. You're listening to Karen Cataline as a regular guest host of the nationally syndicated Alan Nathan Show on the Main Street Radio Network. Well, welcome everyone to the Alan Nathan Show. It is always a pleasure to sit in for Alan Nathan, which I do on a regular or semi-regular basis around here. And, uh, you know, it's always fun, uh, especially to sit in the big chair um, uh, for Alan Nathan, who's off on assignment today. And uh, oftentimes we start with our guests. We zoom right in because, boy, oh, boy, there's never a dull moment in the news cycle. That is for sure. But this time I have a couple things on my mind that I'm going to get off my chest. Talk about a few cliches there. And there's one that is overriding or particularly powerful. You know how that is when you get like a little bugaboo or a pet peeve or something, and you keep running into it again and again and again and again and again. So this time, I think I'm going to focus on it a little bit more uh, pointedly, I guess. It is no secret anymore. And those who have the curse of awareness or have had the curse of awareness to be aware of what's going on, not only in our country, but frankly, globally around the world, there is this huge push, which they didn't want to be honest about, but which, and and the they, I can't identify for you. Okay. Just call it instead of disease X, just call it uh, uh, people X organization X, person X, because there's a small number of people who are pushing this. And I don't think we know most of their names. We may know one or two, but I, I don't think we know. That doesn't mean we can't talk about it. So there's this giant push towards not just socialism, ladies and gentlemen, but communism. People are finally using that C word in ways that they were afraid before. It's funny. It's as if the evil saying it, calling it what it is, is worse than the actual thing. In this case, and for a country that its whole premise for existing has been to fight the kind of tyranny and totalitarianism, which is the very essence of communism, uh, to be afraid of calling it what it is, is not helpful. It's not effective. It really isn't. So I have heard this among many other arguments, often from pundits and people. (laughs) Sometimes they're different. Pundits and people on the right, conservatives, who their favorite and their most frequently touted argument is, quote, Socialism, or you could, we're not going to get into a big discussion about the difference between communism and socialism because it's usually an esoteric argument, but let's just call it for the moment communism. Communism has failed everywhere it's been tried, or they say socialism has failed everywhere it's been tried. I am here to tell you that I personally, and all of this is opinion, driven radio and journalism. It's opinion. It is in fact, every, you know, opinions are like rear ends. Everyone has one. And this is opinion. One shouldn't have to say, in my opinion, one should be able to say opinions are important and dissent is important. I'm here to tell you that the argument that socialism doesn't work everywhere it's been tried is a ridiculous argument. If I had any power and control, which I don't, and a lot of people think they do when they don't, and uh, once again, difference of opinion is 
is primary here, which we're losing the tolerance for dissent, I would say stop using that argument that socialism doesn't work everywhere it's been tried. To me, it's like saying molesting children doesn't work, which they're promoting to. The nameless, faceless, radical leftists who are following some kind of nameless, faceless people who believe in mastectomies for 12-year-olds and gender is fluid, but homosexuality isn't. Uh, make no mistake, I you know I was in the theater for years and years and years. I have no problem with homosexuals, but how can it be that homosexuals are born you know at birth, but heterosexuality in particular is fluid? Well, that just means you want homo- people to be more preference to have homosexuality than heterosexuality, or or uh, to change the gender that. Um, God forbid I should use the word God, uh, created you. You know, if you're willing to change whatever God created you, created you, that's a good thing. Uh, So molesting children doesn't work. Robbing people of their freedom just doesn't work. Raping, robbing, pillaging doesn't work. Lying doesn't work. This is not an argument, ladies and gentlemen. It's evil to lie and coerce people. It's evil to take away their voice and corrupt their children and tell them that the state owns their children. It's evil to starve people, which Stalin did in the numbers of 13 million, and cast yourself as God, as dictator. It's evil to call people who believe in freedom dictators and to tell your and to tell everyone else if you're a dictator that you're interested in democracy. It's evil to demonize half the country and create bigotry and intolerance in the name of quote tolerance. It's evil to rob people of their property, their livelihood, and most of all their liberty. This and more is what is really what socialism and communism are all about. If you, uh, if, if you are hell-bent on taking over a country and making it socialist or communist, because, you know, socialism, some uh, great pundit once said, well, what's the difference? He said, about five years. The difference between socialism and communism is, oh, about five years. It's just a more extreme example of socialism. Communism is socialism taken to an institutional degree, and that's not an academic definition, so don't quote me. This is what a small number of people are trying to do right now globally in this country. So to claim that it it is is, uh, a... that's an argument that socialism doesn't work everywhere it's been tried is to completely ignore the evil that is required to bring about and force socialism. Why? Because you cannot bring about socialism slash communism without using force. Force is required to impose, that's the word, impose socialism and communism, because the very essence of those things is force. It's demonizing religion, demonizing people who uh, answer to a higher authority, namely God or whatever they conceive God to be. We're not a theocracy. So therefore, people get to decide what they believe God is, but mostly They, in America, were never taught, they're being taught it now perhaps, that the government is God. Men are God over and above you, and you must listen. You must believe what they believe, tout what they tout, say what is, uh, believe what they say is true, and believe everything else is mis- and disinformation. You should be afraid of differences of opinion, much like a cult tells you that you better not listen to a different opinion other than ours because that's an evil opinion and people who hold that opinion are evil you know and what is that that's deception 
That's what it is. You can't bring about socialism and communism without propaganda and deception to teach people that they have no power, that they should have no power, except for the power of a centralized state. America stood against this for decades, for, I don't know, more than a couple of centuries. And now we find ourselves our parents and our grandparents are probably spinning in their graves to find ourselves America turning towards communism and socialism without having fought a war. That's what's going on. So the, the uh, 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 moral of the story is stop saying socialism doesn't work. Socialism and communism is the E word, ladies and gentlemen. It's evil. It requires evil to proliferate. That's my thought today. Love to hear your thoughts at KarenCataline.com. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to get started with our guests. You won't want to miss it, so please stay tuned to The Alan Nathan Show here on the Main Street Radio Network. Kickstart the new year with Mario and Friends on their latest adventure. Experience the next evolution of Mario fun with the Super Mario Brothers Wonder Game. Classic Mario side-scrolling gameplay is turned on its head with spectacular moments you have to see to believe, including unexpected events called Wonder Effects and the largest cast of characters in a side-scrolling Mario game, including Luigi, Peach, Daisy, Toad, and Yoshi. You can even buddy up on one system or play online with the Nintendo Games Rated E to E10+. Plus of a system that best fits their needs and play styles. And if you're in the mood to play some of your all-time faves, the Nintendo Switch family of systems is home to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Animal Crossing New Horizons, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Splatoon 3, Pikmin 4, and more. For more, go to Nintendo.com. Additional game systems and or accessories may be required for multiplayer mode. Nintendo Switch online membership and Nintendo account required for online features. Membership auto-renews after initial term of the then-current price unless canceled. Not available in all countries. Internet access required for online features. Terms apply. Nintendo.com slash Switch dash online. Game systems, some accessories, and Nintendo Switch online membership sold separately games rated e to e10 plus that's wine country by rising country star hannah ellis after 10 years of carving out her own space in music city the kentucky native now introduces her debut album that girl available now named by rolling stone country as an artist to watch and a cmt listen up artist hannah ellis has appeared on the grand old opry several times and toured with stars such as billy currington gavin DeGraw, and carly pierce that girl reveals a seasoned songwriter embracing her small town roots her real life romance and her relatable artistic voice hannah ellis told us about the inspiration for the new album. The heart of country music is storytelling. Life itself is the inspiration behind this record. Whether it's my sister's breakup, my insecurities, or falling in love, I'm just living my life with a pen and a microphone. That Girl is now available wherever you get music. For more, visit hannahellismusic.com. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. <gasps> what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. Well, uh, what are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. Don't you remember me? Don't you know that we miss you? Miss me? Who misses me? You know, all your friends in the forest. The trees, the pond, that little fort that you made out of branches. We all miss you. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. Oh, I guess that makes sense. The forest is not that far away. Have an adventure today. I'm sure your mom would take you. You're right. I should get out. I want to have fun. Play in puddles, catch frogs, and climb trees. Hey, Mom! Yeah, hon? <gasps> Stephen! What is that in your hand? It's my sense of adventure, Mom. It's telling me we need to get out of the house and have some fun in nature today. Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Practical Polly's radio show. If you're just figuring out that healthier cooking oils are better than solid fats, you may be asking, now what am I going to do with all these tubs of lard? Ever had one of those moments when your favorite skinny jeans feel too tightly tailored? <laughs> Generously apply lard to your hips and thighs and those fancy pants will slide on like a dream. Or here's a family-friendly idea. How about making your yard into a lard fun park? Frost your driveway with a nice thick coating and give those kiddos a downhill thrill no matter what time of year. Having a bad hair day? Yep. A little lump of lard can tame your flyaways in a jiffy. 
So there's no need for that lard to go to waste or to your waste. But get your best heart-healthy trade-up with healthier oils, like canola, olive, or other vegetable oils, which can actually lower your chances for heart disease. Now that's a tip worth keeping for life. Learn more at heart.org slash face the fats. Canola Info is the national supporter of the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. Welcome back to the Alan Nathan Show. I'm Karen Cataline filling in for Alan today. And our very first guest today is a Middle East historian, third-generation printer, and author of The DNA of Democracy and Shadows of the Acropolis. His name is Richard Lyons, and he's with us right now. Hi, Richard. Thanks for joining us here on the Alan Nathan Show. Thank you, Karen. Good morning. Good morning. Boy, you know, it's funny in the news cycle, we, um, (laughs) first you don't hear about anything and then all of a sudden you hear about it like 12 times in a day. In my, not quite 12 times in a day, but in my news feed, I have heard and seen that Elon Musk is starting to say things like the illegal invasion of it is really a democratic plan to stay in power. That's news. Talk about not only Elon Musk, but uh, what you think about what he said. Well, I think it's very brave of him to say what is uh, could be the the very truth, uh, Karen. I have just written a piece about you know the the def- the Democrat Party literally abandoning uh, their belief in the Constitution, and it's evident in in this that they've they do not execute the laws passed by constitutional process regarding the border. They, they are the executive branch is supposed to defend the borders of the United States. So allowing 11, people, 11 million people in is an abandonment of that duty. And probably more than that. And uh, they seem to do everything they're not supposed to do, get in our business in ways that no. are not the job of the, of the government down to what we use, you know, what ovens we use. And yet what their jobs are supposed to be, they are abjectly ignoring and deliberately uh, doing the opposite. And yet it seems like people can't, everyday people who see that their lives are in danger, their, their livelihoods and everything else, our country is in danger. They have no recourse. Uh, uh, I guess I'm jumping ahead, which that, I have no, a tendency a, to do. No, that, no that's a, that, that goes right to the heart of um, Elon Musk's theory, and that is that the 11 million people are being allowed into the country in order to throw the election in 2024 in order to create a one-party government. Yeah. And I, you know, in my, in my book, Shadows of the Acropolis, Karen, I chronicle the growth of the Democratic Party and, and it's, it's flight from our constitutional principles for the last hundred years. So this is another symptom of something that's a greater problem, that they are allowing all these people in. It, it also speaks to the fact they don't believe in law and order. I mean, they do not. And I'm glad you mentioned it, because while we don't have time to talk about every aspect of it, I think that most conservatives have, again, I had a whole monologue about this, uh, oversimplified the issue. And they used to say, well, the Democrats want more votes, which is true. And they want people who don't understand liberty and freedom and self-government to come into the country to vote for another king or monarch or dictator. There's that, and that Republicans want cheap labor. But there's now a third one emerging, which we cannot ignore, and that is they're importing terrorists in this country, are they not? Well, it is uh, documented that a lot of the people coming into this country are military-age Chinese people, Middle Eastern people, uh, without good intent, obviously. And look how long it took for even that idea to come out and emerge from all the uh, propaganda that said that if you were for a secure border, you were a racist. Uh, So I'm going to let you just uh, wax philosophic (laughs) about this because you wrote wrote a book about this stuff. And so I take it you support what Elon Musk is saying. Do you think it will have any impact? Um, I don't know that it will have an impact on the Democrats' drive uh, to create socialism in America. 
That is what we're dealing with here. That is what my two books chronicle. The DNA of democracy is about how we were formed. Shadows of the Acropolis is how the Democrat Party has taken our government away from our constitutional basis for 100 years. So that today we're seeing all the symptoms at once. The abandonment of the border, the abandonment of law and order, the abandonment of the idea of free and fair elections. If you look at Trump yes. being persecuted and, and 12 states trying to take him off the ballot. So yes. persons in their states can't even elect the president. It also that goes to the fact that the executive branch in America has become massively powerful so that the party that controls that office really controls the government through the administrative state. So Can we say are, also, they are no sorry to throw tolerating a, an opponent for that office. Uh, can we also say that unelected bureaucrats have a decidedly socialist slash communist slash Marxist uh, uh, ideology, regardless of what par- president, uh, what party is in power? They don't want yeah. a self-governing kind of philosophy, which no matter how weak the Republicans are, they stand for that a little bit more than the radical Democrats do. I'm being facetious. Yeah. No, very correct. And so I I think the maximum amount of conservatives in the administrative state, people would put it 10 percent. These are lifetime appointments in 435 agencies Mm -hmm. that that during Obama's administration put out 20,000 laws, while only 430 were passed through Congress. So if you look at the weight of the amount of power, that is. And not only that, but administrative agencies, I don't think people understand perform as an executive, as, a, as an assembly, and as a judiciary all in one because their laws are not given judicial review. So they pronounce law, they enforce it, and nobody looks at it. And they enforce it selectively. That's the other thing. You, That's correct. In a communist, socialist country, only the political enemies are accountable to the state, and they can create any law that you've broken if they have something against you, or they'll create, you know, they'll they'll frame you, which we've yes. seen. Uh, With Donald Trump. Yeah. 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 So we're in a terrible pickle, and we got a minute and a half. What do you want? <laughs> this is almost yeah. comical to try to tackle this much. But it, it is important because that's where we are, and even conservatives claim to be, they are acting like this is 1992. Yes, correct. This is why I wrote the books, Karen, because I saw a country that doesn't really know where it is. Uh, Citizens in this country need to understand Mm. that we our country has shifted towards socialism and that we we're at a why in the road right now. And the why in the road either is more centralized power in Washington, D.C. and in one party, or we need to renew Um, the way our Constitution intended, so that most governance is at the local and state level, not at the federal level. Right. And socialism, there's a pundit I just quoted. um, I can't remember his name right now. I should. What's the difference between socialism and communism? And he said, oh, about five years. Because the truth (laughs) is... No, this is none. being imposed upon us against our yes. will. Nobody yes. voted, oh, we'd like to be socialists now. No. Um, no. Anyway, you, you can see you get me going here. How do people <laughs> find your books and how do they find you? And I hope we have you back Uh-oh. and I shut up more. Go ahead. Anytime. <laughs> I, of course, at Amazon, they're available at Amazon or at my website, richardclyons.com. We are, you are great. And we so appreciate your time and Thank keep you, up Karen. the good work. Will do. Take care. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk to a registered nurse about a few health issues. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. Karen Cataline, we'll be right back. For the second consecutive year, Kia America will support St. Jude Children's Research Hospital with a donation for each new eligible Kia vehicle sold or leased and delivered in the U.S. between November 16th, 2023 and January 2nd, 2024. The minimum $1.5 million donation is part of Kia's ongoing commitment to St. Jude through its Accelerate the Good charitable initiative. Last year, Kia donated $1.35 million and was named the 2023 St. Jude New Corporate Partner of the Year. Russell Wager, Vice President, Marketing. Kia 
is proud to once again partner with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital to drive awareness of their all-important mission and provide funds to help children who are our future have a better chance of realizing their dreams by receiving world-class care. Since 2019, Kia has donated more than $22 million to causes which include treating childhood illness, helping to fight hunger and homelessness, and relief for victims of natural disasters. For more information on how to donate, please visit stjude.org. Sponsored by Kia America. This report is sponsored by Office Depot. The holidays are here, and it's the perfect time to save on must-have supplies, time-saving services, and top-shelf gifts for everyone on your list at Office Depot Office Max. Small business owners looking to meet end-of-year business goals while keeping costs at a minimum can enroll in the Office Depot Office Max Business Select program at a discounted rate for a limited time. Now through Sunday, December 31st, a first-year membership for new members is just $29. Members get exclusive discounts, convenient in-store and shipping options, and more. Shoppers can save time and enjoy the moments that truly matter by taking advantage of free 20-minute in-store pickup, same-day delivery, and same-day printing services for qualifying orders. And looking for the perfect gift? Find suggestions for techies, teachers, teens, college students, and everyone in between online at officedepot.com forward slash gift guides. Visit officedepot.com and Office Depot and Office Max stores nationwide to learn more. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college, learn new instruments, start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much from the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. It really is so special and boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Welcome back, everyone, to the Alan Nathan Show. I'm Karen Cataline filling in today. We're about to talk about something that the government or the state or the radical leftist propaganda machine says we're not allowed to talk about, which means we should be talking about it because whatever they're pushing, it isn't the truth. 
Uh, We are delighted and honored to have with us Danielle Baker, a registered nurse who was injured by the COVID vaccine after her employer coerced her, called forced her to take it. Uh, Danielle, we are honored, as I say, to have you. Welcome to the Ellen Nathan Show. Oh, I appreciate you having me, and, and I couldn't have said it better. If they don't want us talking about it. We need to be talking about it. I'm going to ask you kind of a direct question, and I want you to be as well as open as you're willing. Um, is your speech part of the injury that you sustained after taking the vaccine, or is it not related? Um, yes, it is related. Um, I um, had a lot of issues with pronunciation and, and tripping over myself. Um, that got better with um, ivermectin, but what you're hearing now is my lungs failing. Um, I oh. recently found out that um, part of my lungs are only functioning at 29%, oh. and they believe that it is related to um, my body attacking itself as a result of the shot. Um, I've been prescribed oxygen, and so that's why I sound the way I do. And and I am open to questions, so don't ever uh, fear about being direct. I appreciate it. Well, and I I think our listeners need to understand uh, that because... This affects every aspect of your life. I also, we're talking to Danielle Baker, registered nurse. Um, what insult to injury to not only have such injury, but to have been forced into it. I understand that there was a trial which has been delayed. Um, I just got that note today. Could you talk about that a little bit? Have you been taking legal action, and what's the um, delay about? Is it your health? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I um, filed a case in workers' compensation court. My uh, former employer, Ohio's Hospice, was a self-insured employer. So I, I filed for compensation for my injury, and uh, we got the case elevated all the way into civil court. Um, and the civil court allows me to have a jury trial, and that jury will decide if I have the ability to participate and, and be compensated for my injury. Uh, we had a, a set trial date for January. Um, of this year, but unfortunately, because of my failing health, not only are my lungs failing, but I also found out my heart's failing, too. Um, Then we had to put it on hold, but um, we are picking it back up. We'll refile um, in March and get our jury date again, because it just starts back where it was at. Um, yeah. And this and um, Warner Mendenhall, which a lot of people know who Warner Mendenhall is, and, and Patrick Hollingsworth will be representing me this time. Hmm. Danielle, uh, I know that our listeners, this is so critically important on so many levels. Many of our listeners are probably going to want to know how did you connect your injuries directly to the jab because we are seeing people die at enormous rates, but yet nobody can prove it. And, and, and you're out there um, filing a lawsuit. Uh, Could you give us more clarity about that? Absolutely. So um, I was extremely healthy. Um, prior to getting it, um, I didn't want it. Um, unfortunately, because of uh, coercion from my employer, it was you take it or you don't retain all of your benefits. Um, I was active. I, we ran. We hiked. We camped. We did all of those things. I was actually at the healthiest. Um, when I took it, um, I actually had a, a fall 
end the emergency room visit within the next day. Um, what happened first was my spinal cord was attacked and it rendered uh, me unable to really walk. I had lost uh, use of my bowel and bladder. I didn't, I didn't connect it at first. I just thought I was going crazy. Um, but I had an MRI, um, which they take a scan of your brain and your spinal cord. And that showed that essentially the, the shot caused my body to eat my own spinal cord. Um, oh, and God. the doctor that um, read the results in the emergency room, he came in and sat down with us and and he just had this look on his face and <clears throat> he said um that he was sorry that that the the shot the is what caused all of this and he explained what I have transverse myelitis. But he also went on to tell us that his sister helped to develop the mRNA technology many years ago, um was no longer involved in it and it never ever meant to be a vaccination and how sorry he was that this happened so i didn't have any idea that something like this could take place luckily i had a physician that understood it and and he's the first one that connected it for us <laughs> yeah so many questions if the mRNA was never meant to be a vaccine, and I've heard it's supposedly "quote unquote" gene therapy, I keep a I kept asking, "Well, why do I genes need therapy? What was it meant for? Did you find that out? What is it meant for if it was never meant to be a vaccine? It's hurting people. It appears to be killing people, and people are denying it and and pushing it anyway. What the heck is going on?" Right, and I, and I wish I asked those questions at the time, but I was in, in shock. You know, from mm. my understanding, you know, they were they were trying to develop something to help cancer patients, um, and to help alter the genes and fight cancers. So that makes sense to me. In those cases, you would want to alter that genetic code to stop the cancer from growing, but. <laughs> You're not wanting it to alter any other thing. And I think, and, and this is just my recall, is that they found that they couldn't do it, that it, it just killed, you know, everything that they tried it on. And so it was abandoned. And oh. then now, of course, they then come somehow, back and it, somehow killing it us. came back. Um, yeah. With so little time left, we have about two or three minutes. What do you need us to know? I, you know, I don't want to guess as to what your main message is. What do you want to tell our listeners? Where do we go from here? Because you're, you're obviously on the front lines of this, and uh, millions of people were affected by this, and you have been too. One of the things that I, that I am, am finding frustrating is the lack of acknowledgement. And, and I'm sure, you know, your viewers acknowledge it or listeners acknowledge it. But, you know, there is a subset of us that are severely injured that are dying. And it, it's not be we're not getting help. Um, our bodies keep eating themselves, and there's nothing that we can do to stop it. And uh, so the more people that, that come forward and realize, you know, there are injuries, and, and they talk about it, and they push, and they advocate locally or nationally, however it is, it's going to help us, you know, that, that are dying and that have probably limited lives. Well, I mean, we've obviously crossed the Rubicon because I always use the analogy of the Tylenol scare in 1982 when the media went crazy trying to inform people to throw out your Tylenol and, and you know, and there were five people that died, I believe, in Chicago. Uh, the correlation to that now is that we've got a media and a government and just numerous people who are saying, take that Tylenol and take it, and, or if you don't, I'm going to force you into it. It just doesn't compute. They don't seem interested. Not only do they not seem interested, but have you seen the commercials for the Vax? They're not yeah. backing down one bit, not one bit, which I think creates even more distrust. 
all the way around. Danielle, how can people support you, help you? Um, I do have a Give, Send, Go. Um, if you go on Give, Send, Go and look up Danielle Baker, um, it helps us pay our medical bills and, and expert witnesses and stuff. So any support there is uh, welcome. Thank you so much. Godspeed to you. And thank you for standing up, speaking out and moving forward. We we so appreciate you. Oh, boy. Hurts the heart in more ways than one. We'll be right back after this. The Citizens Award program is one that we started here 25 years ago to honor the businesses that are taking the lead in solving the world's biggest challenges. And what we find they're really doing is using talent, their resources, really digging deep into the expertise they have as a company and putting that work to, for their communities. This year, uh, we got to honor 11 organizations all over the country uh, who are really making a difference in their communities. We cast a wide net. We've got nine categories. We've got um, large business, small business, medium-sized business, civic organizations. And the breadth of what they're doing is just astonishing and inspiring. You've got companies like Medtronic, um, whose employees volunteered um, 190,000 hours in their communities last year. Please go to uschamberfoundation.org. You can take an idea and make it right for the place that you live and the people that you serve. The holidays are here, and Amazon Access is making shopping on Amazon even easier and more affordable this season. Whether you're checking things off your holiday gift list or prepping to host a family feast, Amazon.com slash access has programs, discounts, and features for eligible customers to save big. With Prime Access, qualifying government assistance recipients can get over 50% off a regular Prime membership while still enjoying all the benefits of Prime, including fast, free delivery on every order. Eligible customers can shop everyday essentials like shampoo, paper towels, and coffee, as well as festive products like holiday gifts, hosting must-haves, and decor for only $6.99 a month. Eligible customers can also register their SNAP EBT cards on Amazon to order eligible groceries online for delivery or pickup. In addition, they can use SNAP benefits on Amazon.com to shop shelf, staple pantry items, and shop fresh produce from Amazon Fresh. Find discounts, coupons, convenient pickup options, and more with Amazon Access. Visit Amazon.com access to learn how you can save big this holiday season. Terms and conditions apply. Sponsored by Amazon. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes, their age, the way they speak? Would you notice a 16-year-old boy who got, got his first, first job, job, not for extra spending money, but to help feed his little sisters? Or a mother who's in between jobs and sometimes goes to bed hungry so her kids can have dinner? Or a 14-year-old girl who signs up to every after-school activity not to make friends, but just to get something to eat? Or a retiree who fell ill and had to choose between getting medicine or groceries. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting paralyzed veterans of America. Our vets need you. I'm a quadriplegic. I'm definitely at risk with my diminished lung capacity. I have MS. I'm in a wheelchair, and I can't leave the house because I have a compromised immune system. I'm very concerned about would there be a bed for me, would there be a ventilator for me. 
would I be able to survive something? It's, it's just heavy. You know, it's, it's a heavy, it's a heavy moment. This is a war. This really is. Our veterans fought for us. Let's fight for them. I am so grateful for the PVA. They're making sure that we have all of the food and supplies that we need right now. We all got to help each other right now. We can't get through this by ourselves. It's with profound gratitude that you're going to be saving our lives. To find out how you can help, please go to helppva.org. That's H-E-L-P-P-V-A dot org. Welcome back to The Ellen Nathan Show. I'm Karen Cataline filling in today, and we're pressing right along. Uh, boy, the, hour, the time goes very fast. Uh, so you may have read that the ATF could be preparing a rule that could effectively ban private gun sales. Wait a minute. Is the ATF a, a constitutional lawmaking authority? Did we... Did we elect these people? Here to talk about that is advisor to the Second Amendment Foundation, as well as a spokesperson for Gun Owners of America. He's the archetypical good guy with a gun. In 2017, he stopped the deadliest mass shooting in Texas history. Stephen Wilford joins us now on The Alan Nathan Show. Hi, Stephen. Thank you for joining us. It's great to be on your show. Yes. Yeah, so explain to us, I, I've spoken with you before and people don't know that uh, the media wasn't very interested in your using a gun to stop a mass shooting, but the ATF could be preparing a rule that effectively bans private gun sales. How is that possible and what exactly is going on there? Well, so they, they want to basically, they want to make sure that you cannot sell a gun uh, without an FFL license. So say you buy a pistol, and I tell people all the time when they ask me, what kind of gun should I buy for self-defense? And then, well, that all depends on you. It's like telling somebody what kind of car they need to drive, because if you've never had any experience, you there's just all kinds of cars that you can buy. It, well, there's all kinds of guns that you can buy that fit all kinds of different people. And so, say you buy a gun, and you take it to the range, you shoot it a little while, you don't like it, and you want to buy something else. Essentially, the ATF is saying, you can't now sell that gun to someone else without being a FFL license. And the Gun Owners of America have gotten out there, and there was a time period where people could write letters to try to prevent this. And out of... Our members, and our members are the greatest out there because we sent 85,000 letters to the ATF to essentially stop this from happening. And the ATF does not have the ability just to make laws and just to change laws or anything. It's supposed to go through the process, the process of, you know, through, through our legislative elected officials who are elected, elected to make laws, right? So, in other words, another bureaucratic agency making laws on the people with uh, unelected bureaucrats, right? And and they aren't accountable to the American people. They no. are not even accountable. So, how ridiculous is that? Well, it's it, in it, line with everything else we've seen, which is to uh, curtail. Uh, uh, consti- the Constitution and constitutional rights. Um, uh, go ahead. I interrupted. What else did you no, want to that, say? That is that is what they want, you know. And that is not that is not democracy. That is not a republic. You know, we elect people to to go to Congress and to fight for us and our beliefs. And so the ATF cannot just make random rules and decide things. Please go to gunowners.org and sign up uh, because we have to stop this. Uh, here's, here's a question I have for you. Uh, we've seen again and again and again how a giant government that is imposing, we've been talking about it all the time today, socialism slash communism 
on all of us because you can't vote for it usually. It's usually imposed upon you by force. So these laws are being imposed upon, uh, you know, free citizens by force. Uh, And they go around the Constitution by unelected bureaucrats making these laws. That's the way they do it uh, because they knew they couldn't pass it in Congress. The question is... Do you think that FFL dealers might go along with this? Not that they have a, a choice necessarily in a, in a tyrannical government because it expands temporarily their business. If everybody has to go through an FFL dealer all the time, then they're going to make more money, but it's very short-sighted because it's only temporary. Uh, has that issue come up at all? No, I don't think so because at the same time, the, also, the uh, ATF is trying to enact a zero-tolerance policy. And so never before had so many FFLs been taken out of business by the ATF. So if you misspell uh, a word on the yellow form when you're buying right. a gun, then the ATF turns around and runs you out of business. Wait a so second. A run... zero tolerance, Stephen, for what? What are they having zero tolerance for? A misspelling? <laughs> a I don't mi- get a it. Misspelling? Mm. A misspelling or you put something on the wrong line or something, and now they are revoking your FFL. And at the same time that they're doing that, the ATF lost 18,000 guns, and they can't find them. Wow. And they they even testified in Congress and said, yes, we did. You talk about a, a, a clerical error? Yeah. Well, they can't and, even do it themselves, and yet they're running people out of business. Gosh. For just simple errors. And then, Steven, and then they're saying if you are the public, you have to be a FFL dealer if you want to sell a gun. Well, shouldn't we cut to the chase here? And, I mean, it's all important. It's very, very important. And say, isn't this in line with exactly the leftist radical point of view that hates guns, hates gun owners, hates gun dealers in any respect? Because you can't have socialism and communism when the public, everyday, ordinary peasant citizens have a right to defend themselves. Speak to that in our last minute or two, would you? Absolutely. They want to be in charge of everything. They want to eventually take guns away from you and me and limit what kind first and then eventually take guns away. And that's that's the whole purpose of the ATF. They were originally supposed to be set up to help gun dealers and not to fight them. And now they are turning into an organization that wants to do away with all guns. And uh, yeah. Remember when people who said that were told that they were engaging in conspiracy theories? Uh, Real quick. Oh, boy, we're almost out of time. Tell everybody they can find you and follow your work. Please go to gunowners.org. You can also find my new book at Amazon. It's A Town Called Sutherland Spring. Okay. (laughs) Stephen Williford, thank you so much. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and we'll have a whole other hour of the Alan Nathan Show right after this. Don't go away. The opinions you hear on the Main Street Radio Network are those of the host, callers, and guests, and not necessarily those of the station, Main Street Radio Network, its management, or advertisers. The information on the Main Street Radio Network does not constitute a recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or securities. So please, consult a professional before investing. If you have any questions or comments about Main Street Radio Network, contact us at 703-719-0433 or at our website, MainStreetRadioNetwork.com. 